welcome to Inspire WV, a podcast all about inspiration through words and actions. Hey, Tim Bradley. Hello, Eric Nutter. How are you? Well, sir, I am doing well. I'm doing well today. How about yourself? I am doing good. It's a little, a little stormy today, but we'll, we'll take what we got. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little dreary. So, Tim, tell me a little bit about our topic today. Uh, today we're going to talk about being a motivator. Being a motivator, like an engine. Get get you going. Sometimes we need that person in our life to to be an inspiration for us. Um, what what kind of brought me to this topic was um, last year I was watching a football practice, and within the practice uh, they had to run a couple. I think it was like three or four laps around the big field. And a couple of the kids got done, and they had some other teammates who were struggling to finish. Well, these kids on their own kept going, never stopped, got beside people. I seen one kid put his hand on another shoulder uh, of his teammate and just walking through finishing. And, and that was like, you know what? We've all had that moment in our life where we, we struggled. We didn't know if we could finish, and, and we needed that, that person walking beside us and that extra little push to finish. And, and that was just a great thing for me to, to see um, as a parent, and as a coach. So, okay. We've, I think we've, I think we've addressed Tim's uh, audio problems a little bit here from his <laughs> cell phone. Um, but uh, okay. So you were, you were talking about that motivator um, that uh, those kids helping, helping other kids kind of getting through the laps that they needed to run. And I was, it reminded me of um, the, uh, the, the times when my, well, some of my favorite clips of sports are when a person is, especially in track and field, they're running and the, the person is getting right to near the finish line and they fall down or they mm-hmm. just can't make it. Their legs give out, whatever. And then the person comes up behind them and helps them up and helps them across the finish line. Those are some of my favorite clips. Anytime I see those. I think one of the one of the best ones I've ever seen was it was actually the Olympic trials, and it was a guy from the U.S. and he was running and he made it around turn two, and he just he completely tore his hamstring, and he started limping and his dad came out of the crowd somehow he made it I've from the that. crowd to the the trick, just got beside him and, and walked beside him and the guy finished. He said, "I am going to finish." Yep. So it just you know you've had that part in our life where you know there's something that's happened something has been a hurdle for us and we you know we faced our fear and self-doubt and kind of walked through um where we needed to finish yeah yeah and i think that that we are um i mean (laughs) during the pandemic it has uh it has even more emphasized this but we are a very social uh animal and we like to be around other people and um so something like this i mean it kind of highlights uh, highlights that, you know, you want, uh, other people to help motivate you. You you know, self-motivation is one thing. And we talked a little bit about that in a previous, um, a previous episode where we said how important it is to, to, to want to do something yourself and, and own it yourself. But I think there are times in your life when having somebody there to kind of push you along is important. I mean, this podcast is proof of that. We're, you know, we're pushing each other to keep, to keep doing this, even when, when it's, when it's terrible and you're, you know, across town and we can't talk and we've, we're through a cell phone and you sound like you're in a tunnel 
<laughs> that's you know that's not always my cell phone. Sometimes I just live in a tunnel. So that's true. That's true. That's just how you sound. That's your normal uh, tone. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my 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 tunnel tone. <laughs> so maybe maybe it would help if you would clear your throat. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Wow, there's all kinds of stuff going on. See, he's helped motivate me to to come to his house and put on this show, and that's where we're headed. So, yeah, yeah. So maybe next week we'll we'll get a couple of episodes in, and and you'll you'll be able to hear exactly what Tim sounds like. But uh, but anyway, so back to the topic. So so tell me a little bit about how do you encourage people to um, kind of have that to be a motivator? You know, it's it's one of those things where we've talked about it with with my teams in the past of being that motivator, being that leader. Um, you know, some, sometimes you just have that, an individual who, when they walk into the room, they own it and you kind of gravitate to that. And you got other guys who kind of sit to the side and, and need that extra little uh, push to, to get going. So I mean, when I see that, I try to get those two people together and you can bring out the best of both. And, you know, a lot of times we, we let that fear of the negative things that could happen kind of stops us and you know it's i've never done this before i don't know if i can finish yeah that always pops into your head so when you've got somebody who who has been through it someone who says you know what i have a goal i'm going to finish it i don't worry about what's going to be in my way and it's if you can kind of carry some of that instincts with you it's going to take you a long way Hmm. yeah i like the idea of in your role as coach you're um you're kind of seeing the pieces of the puzzle and putting them together. I really like the idea of 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 trying to help facilitate motivation. It's it's one of the things that I've I've tried to do um you know, especially with baseball. You have your your throwing partner, the guy you warm up with and a lot of times in the past you just that's your best friend. Yeah. Um I had the same throwing partner from when I was in high school when I went all the way through. It was you're comfortable with that person knows everything about you. One of the things that I've tried to do uh, the last couple of years is, is really mix that up and take a guy who, you know what, I'm, I might be done with my best friend, but you got another guy who, who needs that extra push. And you know what, maybe they're going to get better because they're going to throw with this other person. And that's where we kind of, uh, uh, my sister and I kind of sit down together and said, you know what, here's my idea. Here's who I think should throw together. Right. And you, then you eliminate, you know, you've got your two best buddies out there. You can start goofing off and you're not taking things serious. So then you've got two guys who are working hard together to get better. Then, right. you know, sometimes it, if you separate those two, you're going to get more attention, you're going to get more detail, and you're going to get better as a team. And that's that's kind of where we started to do it. Um, it, it pushed some guys. Of course, it you, you take two best friends away, so they get a little aggravated with you, but being a motivator on their end, they, they saw what our intentions were and they rose to the occasion to kind of help that next person out. Yeah. Well, and I think that you, you kind of hit on it there. It's yes, you're helping those two individuals because, or at least the one that's needing motivated and they're kind of keying off of and playing up to the, the person that's, that's the motivator in that pairing. But as a team, you're you're making an even bigger impact because now you're starting to pair people up with people they maybe 
they don't normally interact with. And so you grow right. as a team together. I love that. And that was one of the things. So well, last year, uh, there was hurdles with, with baseball. Of course, there's always hurdles, but you know, you're, you're pitching kids who are at that age where, you know, they're 13, 14, turning close to 15. So the attention starts taking a different route. Um, their minds will start running some other different places. So then it was trying to bring all that back in together and, and keep them focused. So one of the things that we did see was the bond that these guys started having. Um, the, the thing that I really saw last year was we had a motivator who took it upon themselves to, they made their own team group me. So they, they spoke during the week. You know, a lot of the conversations were about girls or video games, but it was a, a bond and brotherhood that they took away from the field. Then once they stepped between the lines, it was just, you know, instincts took over and these guys had a family feel to them. And it was, it was great to watch. Yeah. So let's switch gears and, and, and actually talk about, um, what do you, what do you do for motivation when you, when you need motivated, motivated in your daily life, not, not necessarily on the field, but even just in work, um, or, you know, in the house, you know, with your family or whatever. Um, do you have a, a person or how do you, how do you, um, how do you get motivated? It's tough now because my, one of my biggest motivations was every day at lunch, I would go to the gym. It's a place that I clear my head. Uh, you know, it's, it's an opportunity, um, that if I need help, I'll, I'll ask for it. Um, but at the same time, it's a lot of time. That's my only point in the day that it's just, it's my time. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I take it, I go in and I refocus for the rest of the day. And I try to take away all the negative thoughts, all the negative feelings I have and bundle those into that workout and try to push them out. Um, now I don't get to get to go to the gym because it's still closed. So I'm trying to do some of those. So now here. you're, you're just a pent up ball of rage right now because oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't sit still. Uh, I'm constantly moving. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's been difficult in, in that aspect, but you know, as far as people, uh, I spoke about it, uh, before, you know, there's a couple of coaches in my life. I still reach out to that. If I, I need that extra push, I, I still do that. I still with with my dad, uh, I'll call him if I have questions or there, there's a point where I'm like, I am struggling. What's what kind of advice can you give me here? Um, and, and, you know, for me, the biggest motivation are, are my two boys. What yeah. can I do to help them move forward? And basically I don't want them to see me struggle because then that might show them that, you know, it's okay to struggle or, or, you know, if I'm struggling, are they going to struggle kind of mindset? And it's, it's a tough one for me because I, I do struggle and that's how I learn. So I'm trying to also teach them that. So it's that double-edged sword sometime where you don't want to show them that you struggle, but you need to show them that you can overcome struggle. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they need to see that because it's real life. I mean, you're going to struggle with right. stuff in your life. So I think it's, it's good for, for kids, especially to see that in somebody that they respect and understand that, look, it's not all you, you're, you're not going to be perfect. So right. just understand that you've got to roll with those punches and, and, and try to get better. How do, how do you stay motivated during your day? 
Um, so I, I go through a lot of ebbs and flows. I, um, I do, um, I have like entire seasons where I'm just every, every day I get up and I, I just, I've got a million things I want to accomplish. And so I feel really good about that. And then I'll go through a two, three, four week period where I don't want to do anything. And I'm just not, I'm, I'm, I've, I've kind of burnt out. And, um, and you know, a lot of mine is I'm, I'm running a business. I've got a day job. I've got all these side projects I want to do. Um, and so a lot of, for me, what keeps me motivated is the variety. So I, I have a lot of things going on because I, I like doing a bunch of different things. And so if I get bored with one, I move to another topic. And usually what gets me motivated is, um, when I'm, when I'm feeling down about just everything in the world (laughs) or whatever, um, I, I, I try to shift to a different topic, whatever the different topic is for me, because I like that variety. So I find something completely different and I focus on that for a minute. And, and, and that minute might be, I'm, I, I try to get that project done in a week or two weeks or whatever. And I'm, and I'm focused on it. And now I've shifted my kind of perception a little bit and, um, and it lets me kind of get away from whatever it was that I, that I was doing differently at that time, you know? So if I'm working on a project for work and then I, I need to, and I'm kind of down about it for whatever reason, and I need motivation, maybe I disconnect and I focus on a completely different project for, for some period of time. And that's basically, uh, that's basically it for me. And then also just from a people standpoint, I have a, you know, over the years you, you kind of develop a network of contacts, um, where these are people that you, you know, you interact with, maybe they're at work or whatever, and I'll call those people and not necessarily to ask them. Sometimes I have straight up asked person, you know, I, I'm, I need motivation right now. <laughs> I'm literally just saying it up front. Like I, I, I'm not feeling it right now. Can you help me? And a lot of times those people will kind of give you that pep talk you need. Um, and, and I find it just easiest just to tell them straight out. This is, this is what I need from you right now. Can you help me? <laughs> but other times, oh, yeah. Other times for me, it's, it's just asking, like uh, just talking to people and getting there, what's going on in your life? Because if I hear that, you know, you had a bad day, things aren't going well for you, or maybe you had a great day, things are going, you know, phenomenal, then it just gives me a different perspective. It just makes me realize there's, there, there's more to the world than what's going on in mine. Oh yeah. One of the, one of the people I haven't really spoke about yet on the podcast and, and it's a person who has been there for me, um, especially the last three or four years is, is the guy who's been my assistant coach, um, Brian Malik. He's been like a, a brother to me. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those guys that, you know, I, when you're coaching, especially when there's, you know, turmoil or, you know, you got a pan upset and game doesn't go the way you have planned. That that's the person that you kind of, confided. I mean, you spend a lot of time at practice. You spend time in the dugout together. We bounce some ideas off of each other. He's been one of those guys that has just been amazing. Um, now, I, we do spend a lot of time quoting movies while we're coaching too, just to 
sometimes we need that lighthearted moment mm-hmm. in, a, in a tense environment. So he, he's got to the point where he can read me. And, you know, if I need to laugh or if I need a moment to reflect, he'll, he'll, he'll quote something and he'll bring me back. Um, and we've got to the point where we'll be across the field and it's just a look and we know what the <laughs> other person is thinking. So he's been a huge motivator for me. Um, now there's <laughs> some of the stuff that is said sometimes it's like, yeah, it's probably not the best time to say it, but you know, we need that sometimes. So, right. So give me, give me, uh, give me your favorite one. So you're on the field, things aren't going great uh, and he gives you a look and he says what? Oh, uh, I mean, we, we've been huge with quoting Bull Durham, our major league. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, give me, give me, give me, give me one it. of the quotes, get it, just, just hit, hit us with it. Uh, he just, he'll look at me sometimes and say, we just got to hit the mascot. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> it's a great line from the movie. Um, I mean, there, there there's some other ones that aren't as PG. Right. That, you know, but, you know, that, that was the one where, especially if we have a pitcher struggling, I look at him and he's like, what do you think? I think we just hit the mascot. <laughs> so it, it's been one of those where, you know, you need that you need that person in your life where if there's doubt or if there's a moment where you're like, all right, how can I overcome this? There's probably been times where I've called him and I know for a fact that he's a cop. I don't want to answer this. I just, I just have to chill with him for three hours and I call him later just to, I got another idea or how can we make this improvement? Here's my thoughts. And a lot of times we'll have the same ideas but you, you want to hear it from a person you trust and something to fight in sure. to make sure you is what I'm thinking the right idea. Yeah. A lot of times that you've got to go with your gut, your first instinct, but there is times where you need that assurance and that, that second voice in your head to say, yes, this is right. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Tim, do you have any uh, parting words of wisdom for our uh, listeners about this topic today? One of the one of the quotes that I've used a lot with this is, "We've got to remove the I can't idea to I did it idea." I did it. I did it. So you take away the, you know, a lot of times we we look at something and say, "I can't do it." get that person to motivate or be that self-motivation to say, you know what? I can do it. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a version of that that I like that. Um, I, uh, I believe the first time I, I'm certain it's not the first time it was said, but the first time that it kind of hit me was with the book, good to great. I don't know if you've read mm-hmm. that. Um, yep. but in that book, they, they talk about, there's, a, there's a person who worked at one of the firms that they studied um, for that. And, and he, um, he, he said his, his biggest hope was that when he, when he got older, he would be sitting on his porch and he would look out, you know, across the the landscape and see this great company that had been built. And, and he said, I got to work there. And I, I thought of that, like, almost like, you know, don't, don't think of, your job or your, or whatever you're doing, whatever it is that you need motivated to do. It's not that you have to do it. It's you get to do it and you get to try to do it and to, to kind of take that as inspiration to push yourself to do it the best you can possibly do. 
I like that. So, well, Tim, that brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for joining us today. It was good talking with you. Um, you can always find more episodes by visiting inspirewv.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. And of course, you can always leave us feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to info at inspirewv.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more inspiration. And until then, stay inspired and be inspired.